It's Tuesday at 8pm and you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. So a few weeks ago I was in Killarney and I called into Tango Street Food. Regular listeners will recall my interview with co-founder Pamela Neumann earlier this year. Well, on this occasion, Pamela was joined by her husband. Let's have a listen. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Delighted to be here in Tango Street Food down in Killarney. Thank you so much, Pamela and Facundo, for the invitation to visit. We had you on the programme earlier on in the year, Pamela, and there's been lots of exciting projects since then. The most recent one being Electric Picnic. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for having us again. Well, me. Um, Yes, yes, many things have happened since the last time. Uh, I remember we were about to to open the restaurant, which uh, finally happened on the 20th of April this year. So we have been now, uh, we can say we have uh, passed the first uh, whole summer season. And it's been incredible, yes. Uh, The repercussions and the support from many people in the food industry. Uh, We have had amazing um, visits throughout the summer from the McKenna's and also Lucinda O'Sullivan uh, and now the invitation from Theatre of Food to participate on the electric picnic so very very active summer and the first just four months of being open and yes it's been an incredible uh, ride. Let's talk about what you did on the barbecue. You were on the garden stage up at Taste of Dublin or up at Electric Picnic with um, Smoke and Soul, their, their barbecue specialist from Wexford, who I think supplied some of the equipment here for you. That's And that's kind of your area of expertise, Vakunda. Uh, yes, uh, we have our custom-made barbecue here from Smoking Soul. Uh, they are amazing. Shim and Pat, amazing guys. Uh, yes, we did during the electric picnic uh, a demo uh, from our traditional cuts in Argentina. Uh, that was, I mean, the, I will mention them that are entraña asado. The entraña is a skier steak, the asado is a short rib, and the um, the matambre that we call in Argentina, that is a piece of beef that is uh, in a weird position in the cow that uh, nobody uses it here in Ireland or UK at the moment. Uh, and we use traditionally in Argentina for a few things that are, for example, what we did in the electric picnic uh, as a meat pizza base. Uh, cooking in the barbecue. So this piece of meat is kind of between the skin and the flank. Yes. And there's no English translation for what you call it in Argentina. So we're going to call it the tango piece. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think you should We can call it it's a it's it's a bit pretentious for us. (laughs) But yes we can call it something like this. In Argentina it's so traditional. Yeah. Even it's a different way to cook that we do for 
always for Christmas and New Year that we use as a, I don't know, as a... Roll or...? Yes, as a roll. It's not really wrap, it's like... No, no, it's a a roll. Okay. It's a roll that, and into that roll of meat, uh, you have different vegetables, eggs, a few things. And we always cut, uh, when we cook that in a roll, you cut like a wrap, yeah? But on a small, small pieces, like one centimeter, and we put in a bread. Okay. And um, because of, of the nature of that piece of meat, it's quite tough. So does it have to be cooked for a long time on a low temperature to kind of make it easier to consume? Yes. It's, um, I mean, we can call that it's a piece of muscle in the cow. Okay. So the tension that you have in that piece of beef is a lot. Yeah. So uh, we used to do it uh, in this way. We used to put in a in a container, yeah, uh, with a different spices. That piece of beef. Previously, we did a, a little bit the excess of uh, fat that uh, that they have that piece, uh, and then we cook for maybe two hours in milk. Okay, so it's sort yeah. of uh, boiling to yes. tenderize. Yes, okay. For two hours, completely covered yeah, with the spices that we use and the milk. And then we take out and we finish the cooking in the grill for give it like, the crust and uh, melted the cheese and the, and, the, and the tomato sauce. And what sort of cheese do you use with it? We use uh, the same cheese that we use for our pizzas, that is a mozzarella, pure di latte, yeah, coming from Italy. Uh, and we try to use uh, fresh oregano, yeah, that is completely flavoring and aromatic for that. And uh, you have as well the, the smoke coming from the barbecue, yeah, that aromatizes everything there. So all of those components create a really mouth-watering dish. What was the response from the people that were crowded around the, the barriers there? Um, they were so surprised because it's tender, at the same time can be, uh, how you say, crispy on the bottom because it's been cooked on the, on the grill. And one description that I loved personally was, this is like my two favorite uh, dishes in one meal, you know, like barbecue and pizza. So it's it's really that. It's like a barbecue pizza. And the way that the garden stage is set up there at Electric Picnic, um, visitors can see what you're doing. And did you find that they were very interested in the cooking process? Because I think a lot of people have barbecues. They turn it on. Maybe it's gas, obviously coal is is um, preferable in terms of flavor but they turn it on they do the burgers do, they do their sausages and that's it but barbecues these days you, you can cook anything and everything on it yes I, yeah I mean you can cook everything um, but yes the thing is was a surprise for everybody there it's just because we're coming from a different culture yeah and as, as I say always, uh, we born with a fire beside, you know. <laughs> but because it's true, I mean, in, in Argentina you start the barbecue four times a week, and it's normal. 
completely it's normal. a way of gathering the family yes. around that and and look just to remind listeners then Pamela like the, you're both from Argentina originally mm. but your journey you went you were in Spain and then Spain yes. The, the job that you had in Spain brought you to Killarney on work trips and you kind of fell in love with the place. Yes, 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 totally. Um, I was traveling throughout Ireland, visiting hotels with my previous shop, and we were living in Mallorca, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but we all always were looking for something, you know, very quiet or in a way, you know, like we grew up in Argentina in, well, in our case in the 80s, let's say, uh, and 90s, it's like our island is a way of, it's uh, held in time in a way. It's and captured in time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And we loved how family-minded is. Uh, so when I was traveling here, I told Faku, um, listen, I think it's a great place for our children. We have four children to grow up here. Uh, we should definitely explore if it's for us. And I remember it was just before coming back to my, um, I was on maternity leave and I had to come back to reinstate to my shop position. And I had the possibility to come here, so it was a very fast decision because I had to reinstate on the 1st of October. And in September, we were deciding if we were coming here or not. So I remember making a flash trip to, to Dublin, and that's all we got to see, really. But once we came to Ireland, I mean, we decided to move ahead with coming here. I started uh, my my work on the 1st October as it was uh, supposed to be, but instead of coming back to a, a, a fixed a shop position in an office in Mallorca, I came here home office. To Killarney or were you in Dublin originally? Uh, when we came here it was funny. We were looking for a house and you know it's not easy task. No. So we found a direct owner willing to rent a house from us without doing all this viewing and all this uh, long process and we were in, in a rush. So we went to County Cavan for a while. Okay, interesting. Yes, we were in County Cavan for a few months and that was the reason that I was um, traveling by car to many places and the first time I came to Killarney I fell in love and it was like I don't know sort of a resemblance to Patagonia Argentina when I saw the mountains the lakes the deers it was like oh I want to be there I don't know I, I it was uh, yes I, we fell in love and then we decided to to move here and we were lucky enough to get a, a great house and we have been here for now more than four years, almost five years. I think some people might be a bit perplexed at Mallorca, Killarney and obviously Mallorca, Spanish, your native language, Killarney is English and probably Irish. Don't know if your children go to an Irish school Irish. or not. Yeah, you see all the challenges with that. Um, and obviously the climate then, like Mallorca must have a much more pleasant climate all year round than we do have here in Ireland. So was that not a bit of a, a shock? Well, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? Uh, because in our shop, in my professional shop, you need to deal with the in warm places, yeah? 
And if you think on that and start think on the 45 degrees of Mallorca in the summer, you must run away from there, you know. Uh, it's complicated, it's very complicated. I mean, it's, it's lovely, the nature and everything, yeah? But it's for a holidays, not for living there. Yeah, and I think at the moment we're having such a lovely spell of weather here at the moment. We're just not able for it. We spend a lot of time talking about it. We're just not really able for it. Mallorca was fantastic because the possibility to be just, you know, 15 minutes from amazing dreamy beaches, you know, it's just crystalline water, uh, but it can get very, very hot. And when you're working, you know, one thing is to be on holiday with a cocktail with a little umbrella on the beach, but when you are there every day, sometimes it gets a bit, you know, too much. And from where we come from, actually the weather is very similar to Killarney, because Argentina is, is, you know, very southern hemisphere, so the Atlantic Ocean is, uh, we have the beach at the Atlantic Ocean, so it's pretty much like, let's say, Inch Beach, or any beach here in, in, in Ireland, pretty much. So the ocean is, is not really warm. Uh, weather in winter is more or less like here. Uh, so it's pretty much the same weather, you know. Um, it is true that in the summer can be a bit uh, warmer, but overall we feel more uh, at home with the weather in Kilani than it was really for us the weather in Mallorca which was uh, pretty extreme at some points. See we love to talk about the weather in Ireland. We could do a whole interview yes. about just on the weather but moving on from that the kitchen and the ovens and everything obviously is a very hot environment and that's where you spend a lot of your time baking your, your fabulous um, um, delicate what do you call your patisseries, for example? Tell yes. us about learning that trade. Um, well, <laughs> it's new. Some, I mean, some of the things that we did here, or we do here every day, um, are new for Ireland, yes? That was our challenge three years ago, yeah? Introduce that, that is a new culture, if you can call it. Uh, here for for all the Irish people. Yeah. Uh, today we can say it's a little bit easier because we already we can say have a kind of name. Yes. That is very small yet, but it's not new. Yeah. So we continue with the same hard work that the first day. Yeah. Uh, with another number of pieces per day, uh, but we continue doing everything from scratch, as you see before. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, we try to continue with our old recipes, uh, even even for the pizza, because it, I mean, it was something it was something so funny the other day. I was uh, remember the quantity of pizzas that I used to do per day in the food truck, in the food truck when I stopped. Yeah? And I remember, as a crazy, crazy numbers, yes, I used to do six trays of pizza. That is, six trays is the translation for that is 90 pizzas. Yeah? 
and now we are mixer the double yeah that is 180 pixels wow uh, and i remember the first summer that i have i have uh, we had the food truck uh, i remember we don't have a, a refrigerator for that a refrigerator for a the refrigerator. Uh, yeah, yeah for the door and I remember one week with 30 degrees that the dough was start melting. Yeah? And what we did at this point without a refrigerator was put one tray with ice with one tray with dough. One tray with okay. ice, one tray with dough. Very a very good idea that some people <laughs> yeah. might not think of, but the ice was probably melting yes. quite quickly. Yes. So now we are in another condition, thank God, yes. Uh, but yes, uh, what I try to say, everything uh, at the start is very hard, because it is, it's very hard. And the work is 10 times worse, because you don't have the elements, you don't have the machinery, you don't have nothing. Um, and today, three years after, we see that we have another complications, yes, but at least you are coming from a trip that was very hard, uh, was trying to introduce something that always you know, you know is a good product, yeah, but we need to transfer that, that knowledge to the people. Absolutely, and I think whenever somebody can see something, yeah. it's, it goes a long way to selling it. Whereas if they're just reading a menu, you know, they have to imagine what it looks like. Whereas whenever you have this counter over here with all your beautiful patisserie on it, like then they're spoiled for choice. And what I've noticed this summer is more places are introducing a dessert trolley and I wouldn't really be a dessert person but when that trolley is beside me there's definitely going to be something on it that will probably more than one thing that I want but I'll just have one thing yes. so um, you know I think it's it's brilliant to see that education piece that you've started into Argentinian cuisine and it's always quite challenging when you're the first to do that a number of years ago, I interviewed Michael Dean in Belfast, and he had um, opened a Thai restaurant a number of years before that, but he was too early, and Belfast wasn't ready for it. Whereas you see now, there's lots of yes. international cuisines around Belfast in the same that there is down here in Killarney. It's much more international now than it would have been a number of years ago. Um, the passion that you both have for your business is very evident and, it, and to my eyes anyway, it looks like you work quite well together because it's not always easy to work with family. Oh no, no, it's not. Sometimes we want to kill each other. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes. It's just uh, for the cameras, this. <laughs> and you have to be careful with chefs, you know, because they are always carrying knives, so... <laughs> um, it's been quite a journey of adapting and learning and yes, learning how to work with each other, learning how to, uh, you know, because we started from just the food truck and then this small takeaway and now the full restaurant, um, 
there's so many things going on at the same time, you know, managing a full business, the staff, uh, husband and wife and kids, and yes, it's, it's not easy. Um, and you have four children, four children, 12 and under. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, they are young. So, well, the 12 sometimes is coming here, so you might see him as a waiter. Fantastic. Um, and it's, it's so rewarding in a way as well, you know, this having a family business. Uh, sometimes it's also uh, some people find it very, you know, they value what, what you give them, then some people will not understand and, you know, we are not a big franchise or a big company, so... Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, there might be things going well, things going wrong, and, and you are always trying to, to adapt and give the best, you know. We, we just want people to uh, come here and live with a smile and, and to discover something new as well. Uh, Argentinians are everywhere, but for a reason, we seem to be one of the few here in Ireland, and that's so nice um, to be educating on different dishes that for us are, are very common. If you go to Argentina, it's not that we are inventing powder or anything. Um, but for instance, even our wine menu is fully Argentinian, and it's so nice to, to be able to explain why Argentinian wines are so good. Uh, even myself, I just recently had a training on why the soil is so unique. And this is uh, about what we were talking about, you know. In each country, you have different culture. So obviously in here, because of the proximity to continental Europe, it, it's been mostly about Italian and Spanish wines. Uh, then maybe you get some California, Australia, South Africa, and Argentinian ones are, are you know, like top five. So it's, it's so nice to be educating as well on so many wonderful things we, we have to offer. And just to come back then to the, the husband wife working together, sometimes it can be hard to switch off from the business, you know, at dinner. You never switch it, off. Yeah, and you're, you're constantly talking about constantly, it. Constantly, yes. yes. And at the weekend, at Electric Picnic, Fallon Moore from Blossnerin um, was in one of the panels, and she was telling a story about how her husband had said to her one time, can I just say I like a product without being told where it's from, what it's won, how it's made, and the whole story and, and history behind it. I just want yeah. to be able to say, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. end of it. Yes. It's difficult, yes, 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 yes. It's very difficult. <laughs> that's, uh, I guess it's the difference between being your own, uh, uh, how you say, self-employed or having your own company than, you know, doing the nine to five and that's it. Uh, but it's also rewarding. So you've had a busy summer. We're moving into the, the autumn now. What are your plans for the future with the business? For the next couple of months, our idea is to focus on weekends with the full restaurant. And I guess that the format will be mostly taken away during the weekdays. Uh, because we have a huge clientele here local that they come for their pizzas and empanadas um, and for the grill and some other specialty dishes I think that it will be weekends and then obviously 
plans are for the future to be able to, to expand and bring all of these to different areas in Ireland, but we want to walk before running. Very sensible. Yes, we have people coming from, I tell you, Cork, Limerick, even Dublin for our food Amazing. because you cannot find it in other places. So they literally come during the day or just to spend the night in Killarney and we hope we can bring uh, our food to other places as well in the future. Now we are planning to take also uh, a few weeks. We are actually planning to, to visit Argentina after a long, long time, many years. Um, so we are taking a little bus uh, and also even children, our children want to, to know a little bit more about the roots, which is interesting. They are growing here, but uh, growing up here, but they also want to know a bit more of where they come from. So we love this, you know, this mix. Uh, at home we speak Spanish and they sometimes speak in English between them. Uh, it's so funny. It's, it's uh, a unique uh, experience. Well, listen, it's been great to come and visit you in person today. We've only met each other really online before today. And congratulations on all your success to date and continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much and for the support since the beginning. Uh, hopefully we will meet soon in, in other festivals and events regarding the, the food industry. We are located in Macros Road in Killarney, so it's very close to the lights uh, on the Ross Junction to, to Ross Castle. Uh, also, we are very active on Instagram uh, at Tango Street Food altogether or uh, www.tangostreetfood.com. Um, so you will get all the news and updates from there. Fantastic. Thanks a million. Thank, Thank you. you. Much. Thank you. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.